Welcome to this week's edition of the War Chant Kingdom. We're going to discuss this week the upcoming game between the Bills and the Chiefs, and I've got some special guests on the line. Who all do I have on the line here? That guy, Lindley Byers. The priest, Randy Widener. Casey Chef cooking up a victory, Ronnie Widener. All right, that's awesome. And I will tell you that these guys are going to put on a massive tailgate party. Uh, as you've listened before, they've been on the show once before. Uh, they've talked about their tailgate parties and some of the charities that they do and the things that they help out with in the Kansas City and St. Joe area. So if you can, come look them up. They are more than happy to have you around. They enjoy everybody who is a fan, whether you're a Chiefs fan or a Bills fan. You're always welcome at their tailgate party and and. I'm excited to get the opportunity to meet him this week. So, guys, getting into the game, uh, obviously we got some news that, um, you know, a linebacker of ours got himself in a little bit of a pickle this week. It doesn't appear like it sounds like it's going to be too awful bad. Uh, hopefully everything works out. He gets to play and doesn't have any, you know, situation where they might hold him out or anything like that. Uh, if you haven't heard, Willie Gay was arrested last night. And it sounds like it was uh, for some criminal uh, damage to property uh, under a thousand dollars. So hopefully it's right. just a fine. He gets away with it. And, you know, not, and I don't mean that in a mad way, not that he gets away with it, but he gets away with just the fine and uh, hopefully he learned his lesson. But getting back to the game, guys, last uh, time that we saw the Bills was week five, October 10th. And Josh Allen played a pretty decent game. He was 15 of 26, 315 yards, three touchdowns, 59 rushing yards. And he turned the ball over zero times the last time we played him. Patrick Mahomes on the other side was 33 of 54, 272 yards, two touchdowns. But after 61 rushing yards, he had two interceptions, which was really tough. Our leading Which receiver one was a pick six. Yes, one of them was a pick six. That is correct. Our leading receiver last time was McCall Hardman at nine for 76. And the Chiefs had a total of four turnovers. As you said, one was a pick six, two fumbles. All of those went to the Bills. Now, right. that's the tough part of this. The good part of this is last time, two of the people who are going to be playing in this game were out. Chris Jones was out. Cervarius Ward was out. But all, uh, I'm not just saying that, but at that point, we also did not have Melvin Ingram. And right. if you guys figure, if let's say that out of those four turnovers, we score each time, but maybe we only score two touchdowns and two field goals, all of a sudden, we win that game. And we win that game by about a two-point spread, which is about where Vegas is kind of lingering around i think it started at 2.5 i think it may be down to 1.5 now what do you guys see that you think is going to be different in this game and how do you see the chiefs being able to uh slow down the bills offense you want to go first Rob? Mel, this is the chef um k uh chris jones and melvin ingram that's going to be a big difference right there having them two on the field I think if we keep Josh Allen in the pocket and stop his run game, because uh, that dude's got some legs, we get pressure with the front four bits. I mean, pressure, pressure, pressure is going to help us out this time, uh, which we were lacking on last time because of those two being out. Personally, for myself, I, the priest speaking here, because I always speak the gospel truth. 
Uh, I actually think the playoff game that uh, the Bills had last week is more indicative on how bad the Patriots were and not how good that the Bills were. If you actually go through the Bills' regular season schedule, uh, you know, we had an hour and a half rain delay in that game. That was during the period of stress where the Chiefs were at their worst. Turn, turnover, 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 turnover. There was nothing good about watching that team at that time. So, you know, I think the Chiefs are more focused now. Patrick Mahomes is the more focused player. He has one goal, Super Bowl number three in a row. And uh, believe I believe the, the Chiefs are will be really focused on this game, defense and offense and special teams. Well, I personally don't think, fellas, that you make it to the AFC Championship game three years in a row and not have preparation for a game like this. Um, we've seen this with the Titans the first year. We saw it last year with the Bills. And although this is an AFC championship game, I think it's the it's that level. I really believe that, you know, whoever wins this game is going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And, you know, to me, exactly what you guys said is is kind of where I'm at. The Chiefs are going to have to play defensively some of the best football that they've played by doing exactly what Lindley said. And they're going to have to keep uh, Josh Allen in the pocket. When he gets outside of the pocket, does a lot of the same stuff that Mahomes does. He buys time, buys time, finds a guy, fires it down there. With the emergence of Knox last week, with the emergence of their run game, if we can keep them down and keep them in the pocket, that also helps when the run happens. We stuff the run, and all of a sudden, pressure starts coming on some guys who don't have the playoff experience that our side does. And next thing you know, this might be a total turn from the last game, and we might be looking at a 38-20 to 20 victory. I also believe that. Or it could be the, the uh, Buffalo Bills could play like they played in November on the 7th when they got beat 9-6 to six by the Jaguars. <laughs> That's the problem with uh, Josh Allen. He, he's good, but he's really inconsistent. I think, what, 15 turnovers in the last 10 games? Yep. Has, the, has one of the lowest QBRs. He has a he has a lower QBR than Pascal Mahomes. He has a 69 QBR on the year. Well, look the, at their schedule. In the last 10 to 11 games, uh, I can only think of maybe one quarterback that they played that was decent, and that was Tom Brady. Right. And so, you got a bunch of quarterbacks that are either first year quarterbacks, guys who maybe aren't very good, guys who are in a system that doesn't suit them, whatever else. And if you score like the Chiefs and like the Bills do and you get up on a team, that's pretty much it for that team. And so I think that's going to be our goal here is to hopefully win the toss, defer, stop the Bills on their first drive, go in and score, put the pressure on the Bills. And with the way the crowd's going to be, because I can tell you, I can feel it just now the way the crowd's going to be. People are going to be jacked for this game. They're excited. This here, is the game of the year. Here is some of the things that most of the people who probably aren't watching as much sports as maybe we do guys don't know. And that is the national narrative right now is that the Bills are the team to beat. Their their game last week against the Patriots, people are still talking about that. The problem that you have with those type of things and, and in the history of the NFL when I've watched it before is teams that are probably where the Bills are, which are second tier in my opinion of you know, first caliber teams, 
you go out and have a game like that and you start telling yourself you're really good and you start thinking you're really good and you start looking at a victory that you had over a team before. And next thing you know, you come in a little bit overconfident and you tell everybody you're not, but you really are. And then right. next thing you know, you're down in the game and all the pressure is on you. So what I'm looking for in this game is to see what happens to Josh Allen when that pressure is on him, because so far he hasn't performed well. Let's take the Jacksonville game, for example. You're talking about a team that didn't play very well this year, wasn't a very good team, and they come out and they put it to them. And as soon as they did, the Bills had no answer. So, you know, I'm thinking that our offense is really on the edge of just breaking out. Well, I think that Brian Pringle is going to have a, a, a very good game, him and Demarcus Robinson, because they're going to try to cover Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill. And if them two guys step up, you never know what's really going to happen with their offense. Here's yeah, the- I think I think they got they're going to be on Kelsey because their top six and reception is allowed, yards allowed, and touchdowns allowed by tight ends with Matt Milano and uh, Woodrick in the backfield. They they're beast on tight ends. So I could see the the Chiefs doing something like they did last week. I mean, you're talking about the possibility of Clyde Edwards Hilaire coming back. So now you got Edwards Hilaire, you have you have McKinnon, you have, you know, Williams if he's healthy, and if not, you have Gore. And you talk about uh, you know, a set of running backs. I don't think we realized how good of a running back core that we had at the beginning of the year. Jared McKinnon. Okay, by the way, Darren Williams did not practice today. So that's a telltale sign. Him and Rashad Fenton, which means if Rashad Fenton's not playing, that means that Matthew will be in a slot corner for this game. So Jared McKinnon was a third-round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings and was a stud. Signed with the San Francisco 49ers, tore his ACL twice on the same knee and set out of football for a year. And that's when the Chiefs picked him up. And then during training camp, when they put him a lot in third down, that everybody says, oh, he's going to be the third down back. Well, you know, then he had a hamstring injury that lingered till right now. And you saw what the guy played hard. It was nice to see that speed, that effort, and that toughness come out of the running back for the Chiefs. It was awesome to watch. Trust me, it was great. So you may see a lot of uh, screen passes, draws, uh, they may even do some some of those, uh, yeah, the flips back and forth, have Tyreek Hill run behind or have McCole Hardman or whatever else. That's one way to spread that defense out and make that defense have to cover more ground. I know last time they played the two high safety on us. I'm expecting they'll probably do the same thing or a cover, you know, some type of a cover. I don't expect you're going to see a lot of zero blitz, but what do you guys think about the possibility of Spags running zero blitz on Josh Allen just relentlessly. I think it's high possible because, like, I mean, we notice it. You know, he notices it. You got to pressure Josh Allen because he gets nervous in the pocket. Uh, once he gets out of the pocket, he feels comfortable and he's he's got those legs, man. He's fast and he's a big guy. Well, Melvin Ingram said Josh Allen's not going to run on him. I think he's going to be the spy on Josh Allen. I was expecting that to be either Willie Gay or Bolton. Uh, to be the spy just because of the speed. Uh, but that you may be right. I mean, it could be uh, Ingram. It might be a, a nice, you know, kind of a, you know, a, a trick to 
the Bills because the Bills may be expecting it to be Willie Gay or Nick uh, or Bolton. You know, so if it was, if it happens to be Ingram, that would be great. Darius need blitz this year. He 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 comes through on the blitz, and that might be where the telltale sign is. You know, Spags is going to be really big on this game, but everybody's forgetting what the Kansas City Chiefs did to the Buffalo Bills last year. They ran the ball. They played that cover two deep safety on, on them last year. That's where they said that's when it finally came into play. But and and the Chiefs ran the ball. Everybody thought this is boring football, but they ran the ball. That's all they need to do: run the ball, screens, defense, man up, and be patient. Well, and like I said, guys, I mean, you're talking about an 18-point victory back in week five without some key starters for the Kansas City. And and I understand the Bills probably had some guys missing, too, and good, you know, whatever. But Chris Jones is like, you know, would be like our Patrick Mahomes on the defensive side. And I don't think the Bills lost anybody to that caliber. Well, so, it's more, you know, for Buffalo, is going to have a hard day. If you remember, Mitch Morris was our starting center for quite a while. And I read an interview with Mitch Morris saying he's going to have his hands full with Chris Jones. So I think that's going to be a big, important part of our defense. Well, and we'll see what happens because you, again, like I said earlier, if you take four turnovers and, and we can, you know, can keep from turning the ball over, even if you only score, let's say three of the four times, you know, you scored two touchdowns and a field goal, all of a sudden that's 17 points. Now all of a sudden you're talking about a 38 to 20 you know, or 38 to 37 instead of 38 to 20 yeah. and you might go for a two-point conversion to win the game or something of that nature but i think again you one of those turnovers was a pick six so if you took the turnovers away you'd also have to drop six to seven points off of there now all of a sudden they're down to 31 it wasn't that second turn one of those turnovers well that first pick six was off the Kyrie's hands and the second turnover was um off of uh Josh Gordon's hands and Jerk McKinnon's face mask says was getting ready to score. Yes. So that was a really a 14 point turnaround. So, so I, all I can say is, is, is if we continue to play like we did last week and we don't, you know, get stupid and start making some silly passes or not focusing and that type of stuff, I think we'll be okay. And we should have enough playoff experience that that shouldn't come into play for us as much as it should for, for Buffalo especially if this game's tight and it starts getting towards the end because they know last year this is what ended it for them. The other side of this, guys, that a lot of people aren't talking about, and one of the things I want to definitely bring up is, you know, their head coach is a protege of our head coach. So Andy Reid's no dummy. I, I understand he probably doesn't deal in the defense as much as everybody else does. But I know they do some self-game planning, too. And what if he self-game plans and said, hey, this is what I would do with him. I'm pretty sure this is what he's going to do with him. And Spags is able to use that. I mean, there has to be ways that he knows, hey, a flea flicker's coming, and they're able to defend it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I've been under him read for a while. So, I mean, he, he kind of knows Andy Stein. I would I love to see a flea flicker. <laughs> I think we stay in that West Coast, that – original West Coast defense and do some ground pounding, man. I think that'll be – I know it's not flashy football, but I think that'll make the difference. Plus, don't forget the 12th man. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you, that's going to be very important. So, for those of you people who's going to be there, we need to hear you. I mean, and it can't be just when it's third and long. we got to be on there every down, make it as difficult as we possibly can in the huddle for them. 
and make them have to work every ounce they get. If they beat us, let's make them play absolutely the best they could possibly play. And you we know need what? to be loud while they're in the huddle. Exactly. So they can't call a play and hear each other. And then we need to get Guinness Book of World Records down there so we can set a new record. I think we're going to, the crowd's going to be insane. I agree. All right, fellas. So it's that time. It's that time to, we've discussed kind of the game, what we think is going to happen. So say who you are and then give us a score and, and the winner of this game. All right. So literally that guy fires. I believe it's going to be a tight game. Actually. I think we got two gunslingers. I think it's going to be 38, 33 chiefs. I'm Nick Casey chef. We're going to cook up a victory. 38, 31. Well, just so you know, my prediction last week was 41-21. Remember? I do. And look how close I was to that prediction. I'm telling you right now, Buffalo, I'm not going to give. We're going to win. Okay? Chiefs going to win. Buffalo will not score more than 24. 21, maybe. They will not score 21. 24. That's it. Okay, so... So, so I'm going to tell you now, I'm I'm kind of somewhere in between you guys. I really think that the Chiefs probably have caught some of this media. I'm sure they've been told some of the things that's being said nationally about them. And I think they're here to make a statement, guys. And I'm going to tell you, I think this is going to be about a 35 to 24 game, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I, I think the over-under is 54 and a half, Vegas. And I, I would predict... Um, over, over, way over. I think that's a little low. I I will say, guys, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting games. If you have an opportunity to get out to the game, you should get out to the game. Again, you can come by and and say hi to some of us guys here, and you're more than welcome to uh, come talk to us and and kind of figure out who we are as people. Uh, Guys, one more time, do you want to kind of explain uh, how people can get to your tailgate to meet you or maybe come and hang out with you? The easiest way, if you come in gate six or in really any, any gate, gate six, seven, five, if you come towards lot N, which is the cross from red parking D, we're right there next to the big green trash can. And you'll see the 22 plus two and the new choice flags that are flying high above Arrowhead. And um, you'll, it's also right by a crosswalk. So you'll see those flags as well. All right, there you have it, folks. We predicted the score. We talked about the game. We did everything we possibly could to try to make it as good as possible for you guys. So uh, after that, what we're what we're going to end up doing is we're going to give you the opportunity to uh, do what's necessary to come to this game, to scream, to holler, and to just have a great time, whether you're doing a tailgate, whether you're coming on inside. Come enjoy the game. We all are predicting the Chiefs victory, hoping to talk to you guys again. Thank you to each and every one of you for coming on the show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk to you after this Chiefs victory. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.